Parlo, and you are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Welcome to the welcome. Welcome to the What Would Kay Say show. I know I found a little flustered. I'm a little tired this morning, but I'm glad everyone's here. Um, I'd like to just start out by saying, how was everybody's week? I hope you had a blessed one. It's rainy in Brooklyn today. Kind of chilly also, but hey, it's fall, right? That's what we should expect from the weather going forward. Anything's liable to pop up during the day, right? So I think we have an exciting show today. Well, let's put it this way. I'm excited about it. But before I continue with the show, what I want to do is I want to tell everyone the call numbers for in order to call in to speak to me. Um, the number is 718-928-9732. Once again, 718-928-9732. And I think you're going to want to call in to speak to me today because I believe the topic that I'm going to... Uh, discuss is going to be very important to um, a lot of us. Well, I know it's impacting my life a lot, so I'm sure it's probably impacting others as well. But before I do that, let's get housekeeping out of the way. Let's see. Where's my me bottle? Okay. This is the Discuss the Me water bottle. After more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late-night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the Me Team is happy and proud to present to you the Me Bottle. This double-insulated, usable, stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60-second cycle, utilizing UVC lead technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. And although I told you last week that I was going to Go on the internet and look up the me bottle and do some research on it. I haven't done it. It's been a busy week for me. Needless to say, let's see. Yesterday, I did go to the opening of Kika's Dumbo Studio. All of you that are here in Brooklyn need to go make an appointment, get your body stretched. It was very good. I, uh, I enjoyed the stretch. It made my body feel magnificent. So I encourage all of you, if you have stiff muscles, if you feel tight, if you, we constantly are walking around with a lot of stress in our bodies and we don't even realize it. So go get your body stretched so you can feel relaxed, so you can have a clear mind, so you could think things forward. It's just the greatest thing. You should try it. I enjoyed it. Kudos to Kika. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is, I think I'm trying to come down with something and I'm trying not to, actually, I'm trying not to come down with something, but I think I'm coming down with something. <laughs> I said that wrong. Um, okay, so 
let's just jump right into today's um, broadcast, what I want to talk about, because it's really been bothering me all week. And like I said, the number again is 718-928-9732. So now this morning, I want to talk about something that was happening in the news this week. We all know that Halloween is um, this Thursday coming up. Now, personally, I don't care for the, hol- the holiday, but to each his own. I don't particularly care for a holiday that wants you to dress up in order to, uh, to scare other people or, I don't know, beg for candy. And I don't know if you don't get candy, then vandalize someone's home. I don't know. The whole concept is just crazy to me. But like I said, to each his own. Um, so with that, a lot of people have been hanging up decorations and in the news this week, there was a woman who hung up decorations on her home. Now, this is where it gets kind of, um, I don't understand the logic in it. She hung up decorations in her home that she, that she made herself. She had handmade decorations. So when I understand the concept of handmade decorations, that means that, excuse me, that means you took the time to go to a craft shop to pick out the items that you would need in order to create these decorations for your home. So in doing that, that means, excuse me, sorry. In doing that, that means that you You took the time to actually think about what you were going to purchase and how you were going to use those materials when you finally got them home to craft this design or decoration that you were going to hang from your window. So this woman in Brooklyn, she goes to her craft shop. She purchases, now they say craft paper. I'm not a craft person, So I don't know what craft paper looks like. I mean, I'm sure I, I know what it looks like now because what people told me. But if I went into a shop, I wouldn't know, oh, let me go to aisle five. I need craft paper. I don't know if it comes in different colors. I don't know how it comes. All I know is this woman bought this craft paper, proceeded to cut out paper dolls in the shapes of little boys and little girls and hang them from nooses and put them on her window. Okay, so now that brings up all kind of disturbing ideas in my mind. And like again, like again I said, the number to call me is 718-928-9732 because I really, really want to get people's um, opinion on this. So she hangs these dolls in her window, supposedly Halloween decorations. Lo and behold, the craft paper that she uses, now, like I said, I don't know what colors craft paper comes in, but the craft paper that she chose were brown. So the kids hanging in the window were brown. Some of them by their necks, some of them by their feet, but all of them brown. And I keep emphasizing the color brown because the woman that made the crafts 
is Caucasian. So in my mind right there, that also conjures up a whole nother set of issues. But me just first off, just off the top of my head, me thinking about it, I'm like, okay, Kenya, K, whatever name I want to go by at that moment as I'm thinking about this. If I were to indulge in putting up a display for Halloween or for any holiday for that matter, if I go to the craft store, if I'm a craft person, I'm going to make crafts that are representation of things that I like, right? Or that things that look like me, right? This is what I'm thinking. If I'm going to cut out a doll, okay, if I'm going to do a cat or a, a cow or a dog even, okay, the dog could be any color. It doesn't matter. Cat could be any color. It doesn't matter. It's a cat. Not disrespecting any dog lovers or cat lovers, but if I'm going to, if I'm going to depict a picture of a human, wouldn't I make it the human that I'm most familiar with myself or the people that are around me? This woman proceeds to make these dolls out of this brown paper. And like I said, put nooses around them and hang them from her window. Now here's the second part of the part of the story that's really disturbing. She lives across the street from an elementary school. So when these kids are coming out of school, they're seeing these uh these little uh craft dolls that she made up plastered on her window. And this is what brought the whole thing to the attention of everyone in Brooklyn. Well, anyone that's watched the news, especially the people that live in that neighborhood, which is in Clinton Hill. She, um, one of the little girls, because it was a, a parent that actually posted on Facebook, took a picture of the window and wrote up this entire, you know, she was fussing about how it, she couldn't believe that this was happening in 2019 in Brooklyn, in New York, in America, that they're actually hanging these dolls on the window and they look like they do. So the school went over and they, I guess they talked to the woman and she took them down and now they have counselors in the school for any of the teachers or the students that were, um, you know, that were disturbed by looking at that hanging from the woman's window. Um, the number again, 718-928-9732. I still don't understand how, okay, people are racist. I understand that. People are just not going to like certain people. I understand that. But what makes you think that it's okay to post things like that and be like, okay, it's just, I'm just exercising my right to pick up, put up decorations. Really? Obviously, she thought so. She took them down, needless to say, and from the story I heard, she was apologizing that she wasn't aware of the stigma that was attached to hanging little brown dolls from nooses in her window. She wasn't aware of it. She wasn't aware that people would be offended behind her 
choice of Halloween decorations. To her defense, her neighbor states, well, you have to understand she's from Germany and over there, they're not aware of what's going on here when it comes to racial divide in America. Okay, really? Who's not aware? Who is not aware other than babies that are just born in the maternity ward this morning? Because even the ones born yesterday, trust me, if they're black or brown, I'm sure they see the difference of the treatment that the other babies are getting. I'm just saying. But a baby born today at this second would not be aware of the racial divide in America. I'm just saying. 718-928-9732. I'm really curious to know what you people think about this. And what are we going to do about this? See, I bring all these things up, not to just fuss and rant and rave about, oh, this is happening. Oh, I can't believe and just make noise. We're supposed to be trying to find solutions to these problems. We're supposed to be trying to understand how we could get along better with one another. Here's another question I have for you. They're pushing gentrification in Brooklyn. Now, obviously, this woman moved to this neighborhood because she was probably part of the gentrification wave. But when you move into a neighborhood that you're unfamiliar with, but you see the people that you're living around, doesn't that make you want to become a little bit more curious as to, you know, how, you know, what's the culture of this place? Like, how do they get along? Like, what is it that they really do? Like on a Friday night, you know, what do these people do around here? You know, is it just that me coming into the neighborhood, I'm bringing life, I'm bring whatever I bring is what it's going to be from now on? No, there were people living there before you and, okay, whatever they did, don't you at least want to understand where the, you know, let's, let's be friends here. Let's try to figure out what's going on. Let's not just move in like a bulldozer and knock everything down and rebuild. 718-928-9732. Now, I actually had, I had looked up online because I was curious as to, uh, I was curious as to, you know, what others were thinking about this. And I had downloaded, let me pull it up again, because I really want to read this study to you. Because they actually did a study not too long ago. Um, actually, it was January 22nd to February 5th. They asked, um, they were talking about race relations in America. It was actually done by the Pew Institute. Let me get the exact, because I don't want to quote it incorrectly. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Caller, you're on the air. Good morning. I was calling in reference to the situation in Clinton Hills. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Good morning. Can you hear me? I hear you. Good morning. Can you hear me? I hear you. 
Oh, thank you. Um, I was calling in relationship. Good morning, first of all. Good morning. I was calling in relationship to the situation that was being discussed in Clinton Hill. And I was saying to myself, um, just for a few pointers, craft paper is brown. Doesn't take away from what you're saying. I just want to clarify so everybody be on the same playing field. Craft paper is naturally brown. It's used to wrap. It's used to make decorations. But it's usually for wrapping stuff. And uh, it's not exactly made for making children. But it's a wrapping type paper. It's a brown paper. Naturally brown paper. My problem with the idea of hanging them up was she could have gotten any. They, they used. It's not called craft paper, but it's art paper that comes in so many different colors that she could have used orange, uh, white, yellow, anything to make it comical. Yes. What takes away from all that justification that she didn't know is you don't hang children, black, brown, green, whatever. Why would you put a noose around a kid's neck for a Halloween decoration? But that also piggybacks to the fact you made a statement saying we, you don't particularly follow Halloween. I don't either. For the record, I don't either. However, there are people, whether we want to call them racist or not, that do things exactly like you said, because that's what they like. So that takes it to another level also, or takes it away from the racism on that point. But the second, the third point, which brings it back to that is, you have to be mindful of other people when you're doing something that you like, if it infringes on something that they can't handle. I'm going to throw in another one and maybe somebody behind me can call and give um, further insight to this. A Long Island home has a skeleton up with a noose. And the pulse, during the storm, they had um, some bad rain out there last week, week before, and the skeleton was taken down out of fear it would be destroyed by the wind and the rain. In the transfer of the skeleton inside to save him, the noose was just hanging. And I'm sure he didn't think of that either. But what person, especially black, would want to deliver mail? Because it came a situation where the mail carrier wouldn't deliver the mail because there was a noose hanging there. And he couldn't understand, well, what's the big deal? It's just the noose. I took it down. I took down the skeleton, so the noose was there. Again, not forethinking what it would look like or feel like. And the male person refused to deliver the mail. In his rights, he has the right to do that for the postal system. If they're feeling in danger or they're feeling threatened, they don't have to deliver mail to that particular area. So that was in favor on his side. Not to say justify every time I don't feel like it, I don't deliver mail, but that noose is definitely a clear signal of lynchings and what they did in the South years ago. I say all that to say people don't think. If you're talking about racial people, racist people, they don't think at all. Because if they did, they would know, wait a minute, we're all human, no matter the color. We're not going to go in the hierarchy of who was born first, who did things first, because that's a whole nother situation and a whole nother conversation for your show. But people don't think. And he want to quit to apologize. He said he wasn't taking it down. I don't even know if he apologized to the postal worker. However, 
that brings you back to the lady with the children and the nooses in her window. She apologized because she has a shop in Clinton Hills. That's why I'm calling this out. She has a shop in Clinton Hills that does different art, um, artful things, and she doesn't want to lose business. There lies the difference. It's bad enough they both did something ignorant, because that's exactly what it was ignorant, not knowing what would happen, not knowing the repercussions of. But hers, to me, the apology was more motivated by the fact that this is going to impact my business, because everybody knows who she was. That's another level that we can discuss also. Do we apologize when we're racist because we're afraid it might have an impact on my life now directly when it comes to dollars and cents? And you know, the best place to hit a person is in their pocketbook. I'm sorry I kept going on and on, but I got caught up in it also, especially when you mentioned it. I saw the article and I saw the uh, the, the replies and the rebuttals on Facebook. I wanted to call in and get my opinion on and see what Kay would say. Thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in and voicing your opinion on that matter. Um Okay, and I didn't understand what I didn't understand craft paper. I didn't know that it yeah. comes in brown because I'm not a craft person, like I said. And that's okay. But she could have colored it. She could put crayons and color it. That's why I went to the even if the craft paper is brown, why would you hang children? Even if it was red paper, I can see she hung the children had bowls and they had their hands strung along like they're holding hands. Why could she do that? But then again it's Halloween. Right. And Halloween takes us to a whole different mentality. If you're for Halloween the people are not for Halloween don't understand why they do what they do. It's a demonic, what people don't understand is, or they pretend they don't. It's a demonic-based celebration. Don't pretend it's just about apples and pumpkins. Pumpkins were a representation, a symbolization of harvest. They took it and created, carved it, and made it the wicked-looking and hanging witches and brooms and all that stuff. Halloween is a demonic celebration. Let's just put it out there, America. It's demonic. There's nothing spiritually positive based in Halloween. So right there, she was on stand on the platform that said, I'm different. I like demonic. I don't care what nobody say, and I'm going to do what I want. Because a little thought again, she'd have done something different. Hope I didn't take up too much of time, but I just had to vent. Thank you, Kay. This is what the show is about. No problem. Thank you for calling in and giving us your insight on the whole premise of Halloween and the craft paper. Thank you very much. Okay. Enjoy the rest Thank of your you. Sunday. I'll try to call you every Sunday. I'm going to try to be a regular. <laughs> Great. I look forward to it. All right. You have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So 718-928-9732. We had one caller call in and give us her understanding of what Halloween is about and the craft paper situation. And yes, the idea that why would you hang children of any color, of any color paper? Why would you do that? It's just, and like she said also, if you don't, if you don't celebrate the holiday, you don't understand it. So the things that they do to them, it's okay because that's all in their celebration. But it's not okay to everyone. And sometimes we do have to just be mindful of other people's feelings. I also wanted to mention, I can't seem to bring up the study that I wanted to show you guys, because I wanted to read, well, from the top of my head, I'm going to try to tell you the results of a study that they did. I think it was the Pew, the Pew Center, um, and they do social and demographic trends. So I guess they do these studies any, every so often, but I just happened to um, 
come across it when I was just, you know, surfing the internet and I was looking up different things, you know, regarding race. Um, they did a study, like I said, it was from January 22nd to February 5th. And I'm not sure how they got the, I know it was all adults and I think it was random. I didn't get into, I couldn't see exactly how they got this group of people to answer these questions because I didn't really read, I didn't read the whole thing in its entirety. I just saw like the study. I, I looked at the results of the questions that they asked. That's what I was more so interested in, the results, because however they gathered these people, I don't really think it would make a difference because the results is what was really startling me. And I just a couple of questions that I remember off the top of my head, they had asked, um, they had asked do, um, do the, the poll of the people that they asked the questions to, they asked them, did they feel that race relations in America was improving, not improving, you know, and for the most part, it was, now this was among blacks, whites, Hispanics, and Asians. And this was all they, one thing I do know, they chose people that weren't of a mix. You were just, if they said they were just all Asian, they weren't mixed with something else. If they were black, they weren't mixed with something else. Hispanic, not mixed with something else, things like that. They were saying that in America, they feel that race relations have, have split even deeper across the board. They all felt that that the tension between races has increased. Um, they also felt that the administration that's in power right now has a lot to do with that, the way he talks. They all agreed on that. Now, when it came down to specific questions just pertaining to black and white, when asked the question on the N-word, do you, what percentage of you feel that it's acceptable for a Caucasian person to use the N word across the board? Some said 3%, 3 to 4% said it's okay. 6%, 6 to 7% said occasionally, you know, sometimes they can use it. Um, Going up to like, say, 30%, 30 to 40% was saying um, rarely. And then the other percentage, say 70, whatever, however many, when they talked about it, they were saying, no, you shouldn't use it. You shouldn't use it at all. This was across the board, across all four. When they asked the question, how many feel that if black people use the N-word is acceptable. It was like 13% said it was okay across the board. 13% of white, 13% of black, 13% Hispanic, 13% Asian said, oh, yeah, it's okay if they use the N-word. And then, it, you know, it, it increased as it went on. But it was, as far as for never using the N-word, it was a lower percentage for that black people should never use the N-word and a higher percentage for white people shouldn't use the N-word. But now my question to you, 718-928-9732, why would it be acceptable for anybody to use that word? And why would it be acceptable just because it's a black person using the word that it's okay? 
if it's a negative word and it leaves and it, it could be used harshly against an individual, why would it be okay for anyone to use that word? And I just found it, well, I guess now, I don't know. Let me give me your opinion before I say what I say. 718-928-9732. I'm just curious as to why is it okay? Why is it that people feel it's okay if black people use the word, but they don't feel it's okay if white people use the word? I mean, the words, it means the same thing coming out of anybody's mouth, correct? I mean, does it change meaning when it comes out of somebody's mouth that's black? I didn't know words to change meanings depending on who was saying it. I just thought words meant what they meant. I could be wrong. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? I think we lost that caller. Maybe they'll call back. But 718-928-9732. So tell me, does the word change a meaning when someone else says it? Like if I call a cat a dog, does that cat now become a dog because I said it? But if somebody else looks at that cat and calls it a cat, it's a cat? I mean, what? I thought a cat was a cat. I'm just saying. 718 728-9732. So that, and what else did they talk about? They also said, oh, when it comes to what do, do, okay, do you feel that being black makes it harder for you to live here in America? I think it was, of course, the overwhelming majority of blacks said, yeah, of course, it's harder for me to, you know, to move up economically, you know, for schools, good schools. I don't, you know, I don't have that. Um, It holds me back from doing a lot of things that I want to do. Surprisingly, I think it was like, I wish I could just pull it up, but I'm not able to get, I'm not getting a signal here in the studio today. Um, But they were saying that, 70% of the whites felt that by being black, you had an advantage. I was like, okay. But they didn't go into specifics as to why. They just asked the question across the board. So they didn't say, well, why do you think they have an advantage because they're black? And the only thing that I could speculate is maybe because they feel certain programs had to be put in place for black people. But then I think about it. Well, if we were treated equally to everyone from the beginning, you wouldn't have had to put the programs in place. 718-928-9732. And they also asked, uh, oh, they asked, do you think it's a yeah an unfair advantage when it comes to housing and, you know, jobs and Whites agreed, yes, it's unfair. When it came to, now when it came to family stability, no, the reason, oh, the, re, the question was the reason why 
blacks have an unfair advantage to whites, the reasoning behind it. And it was, okay, because you don't have high paying jobs, whites agreed, yes, it's because of that. It's because they have um, lack of good education, you know, schooling. Um, They also said that they agreed that it was because of, what did they say? I'm really upset now because I can't remember everything. But when it came to family, like fam, like families being, you know, in place, they white said no, no, that's not it. Um, they don't agree with that. Um, they don't agree with something else. They didn't agree with. In other words, it was those are not the reasons that's holding you back. And I beg to differ. I think the number one reason that's holding us. Well, you tell me what you think the number one reason. Well, it's never a number one reason. It's always a couple of reasons. Carly, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. This is Carlene calling from Virginia, and I want to make a comment about what our last uh, caller's statement was. Good morning to you. Hey. Hey, I'm feeling a little under the weather, so I'll try to get this out like a little... Uh, I truly believe that the climate that we live in and the fact that people breed such disrespect on so many levels, it's bad enough that the level of racism is as rampant as it is. But I believe that we need to continue to put prayer in place. You know, we're at a place where just blatant disrespect is for disregard of human life, not to mention, you know, culture or ethnicity or race. But I think the fact that the woman would do it and children are across the street is just something yet that like the last caller said, people just don't think. So it's, we're in a shameful time and end times. And we know that unless we get to a place of love and prayer, this things like this won't change. So that's my insight on, on what the last caller mentioned. And it's just such a, you know, unless people feel that they're going to have repercussions, they're not going to assume a level of responsibility. So I think that as people, you know, realize, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for something, then they won't change. So that's my level of input for this morning. And I just pray that we get to a place of love and prayer because this is a bad time for everybody, especially those of uh, color. Well, thank you, Cola. I appreciate that. And I totally agree with you. That's the only way we're going to be able to change things. But we need to do it collectively. And everyone needs to know that this affects everyone. I'm, that's right. That's you, right. You know, it's not just it may be black and brown people that's making noise about it, but it affects all of us because we all have to live here together. And I thank you for calling in this morning. I really appreciate that. Well, have a great day and be blessed and continue. As the other caller said, and try to make sure we become regulars just to kind of add a little insight to what's going on. So have a great day and have a wonderful week. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, folks, we all have to learn to live here with one another. And that's just the bottom line behind it. And like I said last week, I told you what I believe in. I told you who I follow. I told you who my higher power is. But whoever your higher power is, tap into them. Because I'm sure everyone's higher power has, it's, it's about positive. It's all about being positive. So I say we all need to tap into them, pray, 
and just that just that we get along. I'm not even saying that you have to like me. Because nothing's like I said in the beginning yesterday, everyone has to have choice. Everybody has to have the power of having a choice. And your choice is not to like me all well and good. You don't have to like me. That's on you. But that doesn't mean that because you don't like me, you get to make my life miserable. That's where it becomes out of control. You cannot like me, but that doesn't mean that you need to make my life miserable. That does not mean that you get to do things to me just because you don't like me. So you want me to feel how much you don't like me. I don't need to know how much you don't like me. Just don't like me. Just don't like me. Because there's a lot of things that we don't like in life. And sometimes we don't like people and it's not even, it doesn't even have anything to do with racism. It has nothing to do with it at all. Sometimes our spirits just don't connect. And that's okay too, because we're all individuals. We're not supposed to all be alike. We're just all supposed to get along. That's all we have to do. Just get along. Like I can get along with you. If, even if I don't like you, I could get along with you because I respect you. See, I don't have to like you to respect you because all I have to do is look at you as being another human being. And it's like, okay, I wouldn't want you to do anything that's going to harm me or hurt me. So I'm not going to do that to you, but I don't have to say, oh yeah, I like this person. I want to be around them or I want to be up. No, I don't have to do all that. I don't have to do all that to just respect you and let you live your life because I can't control what you do in your life. I might not agree with what you do in your life. I might not even like what you do in your life but I can't control it, nor can you control mine. 718-928-9732. But that's the point. They want to control everything else. They want to, because I don't like you, I now don't want you to have anything. Because I don't like you, I want to make it harder for you to just live like everybody else. Because I don't like you, I don't want you to get ahead with anything that you want to do. Because I don't like you. And why you don't like me? Because I don't look like you. That's why you don't like me. Because I don't look like you. I don't speak like you. I might not eat the same foods you eat. But then when you really think about it, I might just eat the same foods you eat. Here in America, we eat everything. You can find everything here in America to eat. Any restaurant you want to walk into, you can find it here. Places you wouldn't even think they were serving certain foods, they're serving it here in America. So why wouldn't I eat the same foods you eat? Why wouldn't I want to try the same things you want to try? Just because I don't look like you? I don't have to look like you for my taste buds to like a cheeseburger. And I say cheeseburgers because I like cheeseburgers. Sorry to all the vegans out there, but I do like a good cheeseburger. But 718-928. Nine seven three two. That's just the thing. I could look like whatever I want to look like. You can look like what you want to look like. We just have to respect one another and let each other live. Because personally and technically, if we are living our best life, as they like to say that phrase, living our best life, we're all here for a specific purpose. As I stated last week, we're all here for a specific purpose. And if we focused more on what we should be doing individually, as opposed to looking at what the other is doing and I don't like it, 
we'd probably all get further ahead. But if I'm constantly looking at you, oh, I don't like, I don't like that. She got, I don't like the fact that she, um, I don't like the fact that she looks like that. And she looks like that and she's singing that song. I don't like that. Okay, so you don't like that. Well, what song do you want to sing? Sing your song. You have a different song to sing. Sing yours. Don't worry about the one she's singing. That's what takes us away from reaching our own destiny or knowing what our own individual purpose is because we're so busy looking at the next person's purpose or not or lack of. But even that, do you. And I don't mean do you go buck wild and just whatever you want to do. Because even when you say do you, people just want to take it to the extreme too. Well, I'm doing me and I don't like them. No, that's not the do you I'm talking about. The do you I'm talking about is concentrate on what you want to do for yourself. What makes you feel happy? What makes you feel good? And in turn, a lot of times, if you're happy and you feel good, when you see the next person, you're going to want them to be happy and feel good too because it's contagious. When you're happy, you want other people to be happy. When you're happy, you don't want to be around people that's miserable. You just don't because then they spoil your happiness. So if everyone took the, the time to just concentrate on their self, work on their self on things that they need to do, they really wouldn't have time to say, well, I don't like that one because they like cheeseburgers. So 718-928-9732. And you do tapping back into your higher powers. I know that everyone's higher power, it doesn't always have to be. I'm saying it should be positive. And I know there are some people out there that might not have a higher power. Well, the higher power that they're serving might not be positive. It could be demonic, but if you're listening to this show and your higher power is demonic, I want you to cross over to my side with the light. I want you to come over to the light where everything good happens because your side is not. It's, it, make, it probably makes you tired. If you're one that practices um, things do just being evil, I'm sure it makes you tired because I know just trying to be angry sometimes when I get annoyed, when I finally get over whatever made me annoyed, like, I couldn't find my keys or the TV was just too loud and I couldn't find the remote. When I get annoyed and I'm frustrated and I'm trying to solve that little issue, after I solve it, I'm tired. I don't know about the rest of you. 718-928-9732. But to be angry and carry all that extra, it makes me so exhausted. So I could just only imagine trying to constantly be demonic 24 hours a day, I would be drained. I'm just saying. 718-928-9732. You need to tap into the light because that's where everything's at. The light is where it's at. That's the positive side. Come to light. That's where we all should be, in the light. And speaking of being in the light, in Revelations it says, anyone who believes that they're going to an afterlife, which we all do believe that this is just, we're just passing through here. This is just practice. This right here is just practice. This life that you're leaving, you're leading right now, the living, the life that you're living at this moment, it's just practice. But when you get to your real home, but I don't want to take it too high for some people who don't understand. 
But just know and just think. If this is practice, right? If this is practice and we're all here together and we're all different races, different colors, different thoughts, different ideas, different wants, different needs. We all have the same basic needs. That's one thing we we shouldn't forget. We all have the same basic needs. It just comes to those little external needs that we want to add on that makes us different. But for the most part, we all need to eat. We all need to drink. We all need to sleep. We all need to bathe. All those things we need to do as humans. So that's what makes us all the same. But people want to forget about that and just go straight to the differences. But I go back to what I was saying. If this is just practice for your afterlife, don't you know that there's going to be those people there as well? I mean, think about it. 718-928-9732. If there are people that you don't like, you don't like them because of whatever, but they, their higher power is positive. Their higher power is the light. Their higher power is Jesus. They're, they know they're going to a better place when they leave here. And if everyone has that thought in their mind, I'm going to a better place when I leave here. So I just have to deal with this while I'm here because I know there's a better place I'm going to when I leave here. Don't you think those same people are going to be there too? You think the better place is split up in, in divisions where, oh no, only all those people go one place and all those people going to... No, the same way we're all here together. We're going to all be there together. So I don't understand. 718-928-9732. We just need to do better, people. We need to do better. So what else do I have to talk about? I think we talked a lot about that. I think we talked enough about that. I just wanted to put it out there basically because it is getting bad. And I'm not just going to say, and you know what? I don't want it to seem like I'm, I'm one-sided with this because it's not just blacks. It's in Brooklyn, the Jewish people as well. They were writing swastikas on their synagogues. Why? And see, you know that when you do something, how it's going to affect that individual. So you are purposely doing something to hurt that individual, which goes back to my whole thing. Stop working on trying to hurt the next one and take care of you. All that energy that you're putting into, ooh, let me find this so I know this is going to annoy them. You know how much you know how much time and effort you spent trying to annoy the next one when you could have been like, ooh, let me um let me do this yoga class so I could stretch. Let me go to Kika in Dumbo and stretch my muscles so I could feel relaxed. You know, let me go over to the gym, Planet Fitness, Blink, whichever one you like. You know what? I really need to get on that treadmill and do some. I ate all that cake the other day and I really need to lose these extra pounds. Maybe if you concentrated on something like that, you wouldn't be thinking about trying to hurt the next one because you'd be trying to get yourself better. And I know sometimes it's hard for people to turn the light back on themselves because a lot of times they don't like what they see. But that should be all the more reason why you should put the light on yourself. Because if you don't like what you see, you should be trying to clear it up so that when you do look at yourself, you like what you see at that point. And it's not that hard. People think it's so hard to, oh, to get deep. I can't get deep. I can't. 
if you just sit with yourself, and that's probably the problem because a lot of people don't want to sit with themselves because they will think about issues, but the only way you're going to resolve them is to think about them. You sit down, meditate five minutes a day. And I'm not saying you have to do a total overhaul. It doesn't even have to be a total overhaul. You could drop one bad habit that you don't like about yourself. One, just work on one. If you just concentrated on working on one and once you succeed in doing that one, work on the next one. That's not hard. It's when you look at it, is it in its entirety that, oh my gosh, I got to change so many things. And a lot of things that we want to change, we really don't have to change it. We think we have to change it because what other people think about us. See, here we go again. Somebody else determining what should be for someone else instead of them determining what should be for themselves. That's why a lot of times people are unhappy with the way they are as, as an individual because they're looking at what others have told them, what others have done to them. Whereas we're all wonderfully made. We're all unique individuals. No two people are alike. Twins aren't even exactly alike. They're different. Their DNA is different. They don't have this exact same, nothing is exact. The only thing that's exact is if you're a clone. And then if you're a clone, then you're not real. That's just another, that's something else that's made up. But as an individual being born, we're all unique. And if we all look at ourselves that way, then we wouldn't have all these other problems and other issues that we want to bring into the mix that causes problems in our lives. 718-928-9732. Well, we're coming down to the end of the show. I have 10 minutes. I want to hear from somebody. Don't you agree? Don't you agree that it just take, okay, this week coming up, I want you to just take one thing that you've been, and I'm saying this out loud because I'm actually saying this to myself as well, because there's some things that I need to work on that I haven't been working on. Not that it's holding me back because other people are saying, no, other people are not saying anything, but just the fact that there's just some things that I know I need to work on. And these things that we need to work on sometimes aren't even that deep. Like the one issue that I know I need to work on, I need to move more. There, I put it out there. I don't exercise as much as I should. That's my, that's my number one issue with myself. And it's not because people say, oh my gosh, you're so fat. You need to go to the gym. No, I don't look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, they told me I was so fat. I need to go to the gym. No, I look at myself and I'm like, you know what, Kenya, you didn't look like this last year. You need to go to the gym. And I can see that for myself. I don't need somebody to tell me that. I can just look at myself and say that. But that's just in my own mind. Because then there's some people that look at me and be like, girl, you need to go to the gym. You look fine. You look fine. But I'm just saying, there's things that we could work on just for ourselves that, and it's so simple. It's not, it's not even that deep. It's like, okay, if I don't go to the gym, I need to just walk around more. Just go for walks more. And maybe don't eat as many slices of cake. That right there would help me. But cake is my weakness. See, there's another one. See, I just told you two flaws. Two things about myself that I need to change. I need to do 
more exercise or move around more and stay off the cake. Those two things, if I put those things together, you see how the scale would be balanced? Less cake, more walking. Right there. That's one problem already solved. And it wasn't that deep. I didn't have to sit here and, oh, my gosh, the world's going to end because I ate cake. No. You know what, Kenya? You ate the cake. All right. Now now you go walking. The simple solution, 718-928-9732. And I'm not trying to minimize some, some problems that people may really, really have. But when you take them and you take the one at a time, and you really work on that one, you'll see when you start breaking it down and breaking it down and breaking it down to its lowest points, it's really something that you can solve. It's just when you see it as the really big picture that it looks like it's going to overwhelm you and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't take it. But when you really just work on it just one little piece at a time, then it's doable. It's actually doable. But we just have to, you have to take the time to sit, Think about it, write it down, and then see, okay, well, how could I, what can I do better to make this situation better? And then you write those things down. And then after you write those things down, it's like, okay, well, all right, there's a couple of things on this list that I need to change. Well, what do I need to do to make that better? And you write those things down. You see how you're breaking them down into pieces, into little tiny pieces? So you get down to the last one little thing where it could be, you know what? I just need to get up 10 minutes earlier which that means that I would get to work on time, which means my boss wouldn't always be writing me up and docking my pay, which means I wouldn't be on suspension, which means I wouldn't be in, um, in jeopardy of losing my job. You see how that big picture of, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. You see how you just broke that down to, well, why am I going to lose my job? What is it that I'm doing that would make me lose my job? Why are they, why are they always picking on me? Why is it that I'm always in trouble at work? Okay, well, why is it that you're always in trouble at work? Why is it that your boss is always calling you into the office and wants to speak to you about a particular issue, and which is usually whatever it is? Because when they call you in there, they're always going to talk to you about something. If it's the same reoccurring incident, they're going to talk to you about that all the time. Okay, so we take lateness. So now you know. Okay, I'm always late. Yeah, but it's always the train. That's an excuse. You're always late because, yeah, the train is late. Yeah, but that's an excuse. Okay, so if the train comes late and you know you have to be to work at a certain time. Now, here we go back, back to the list. Do you think maybe you could have got up a little earlier? Yeah, well, you know, I just needed that extra five minutes of sleep. Okay, well, why did you need that extra five minutes of sleep? And I'm guilty. Sometimes I need extra 10 minutes of sleep. But why? It's usually because if I need an extra 10 minutes of sleep, it's because I didn't go to bed the time that I should have been. I was doing something else. Like I was on the Internet looking up something. I was writing. I'm usually always writing something. That's what I like to do. I always write. So I'm always up writing. I'm like, you know, you could always write this tomorrow, but I can't write it tomorrow because as soon as it comes in my brain, I got to write it. Because if I wait till tomorrow, I'm going to lose it because it's going to be something else he's going to give me. So I have to write it as soon as he gives it to me. But for those of you who are up, just up. Maybe you're watching the baseball game. You know what? Those people that are playing the baseball game, I got a secret to tell you. They're at work already. They're at work and they're collecting their paycheck. And you want to know something else? They got to that dugout or wherever it is that they go before they come out on that field. They got there on time. 
Because if they didn't get there on time, trust me, he would not be swinging that bat, hitting that dirt off his cleats or whatever it is that they do when they're standing up there waiting for the pitcher to throw the ball. He wouldn't be doing that because if he was late, they wouldn't have had him on that roster. He'd have been in trouble. He'd have been called into the office like you being called into the office by your boss. So while you're sitting up watching him at work on time, you're then sleepy in the morning and you can't get to work on time. You see? See? See how easy that was to solve that? So you know what you do? You got to tape the game if you want to see the game. You got to tape the game if you want to see. And I know it's not the same. You take the game. Oh, my gosh. Then I already know who won. Okay, but so what? You already know who won. But you don't see how they won. If you tape the game, you could know, yeah, they won. Because it's not just the, you're not just waiting for the outcome to know the results that, oh, yeah, they won. If that was the case, then everybody would go to bed. Nobody would watch any sports and they'd just be like, oh, final in the morning. People watch the game because they want to see the action of how it gets to the end. That's why people watch the game. It's not just the fact that they won. You want to see how they won. So tape the game because then you can see how they won. So on a Saturday when it's your free time, guess what? You can sit back and you can flip that remote. You could even replay the replay if you want because you're on your time. Look how simple that was. I just solved half the people's, well, not half the people, the sports people who want to stay up all night watching all these games that come on late, the games that they're playing in California and you know they're three hours behind us, but you want to sit up, watch the game. I got to watch the game till the end. No, you don't. You can tape it. That's That's the luxury of having technology now. You could tape everything and watch it later. Well, folks, it looks like my time is winding down. Take the number down for next week, 718-928-9732. I thank the two callers that called me today. Very enlightening. Very enlightening. I loved it. Please, I want more people to call in. I want more opinions. But with that, my time is winding down. I want to say thank you for joining me today. I love you all. And I want you to remember that we're all here for a purpose. And I'm I'm here to help you find yours. So let's work at that. Let's keep that in mind that we're all here for a purpose and that I'm here to help you find yours. So next week. Everybody have a blessed week. Everybody be safe. If you're into Halloween, be safe with that too. It's Thursday. Be careful. There's a lot of people out there that want to do bad things, but don't get caught up in that. And uh, I just appreciate you all. 